0: Welcome to the New Yorker's May 8, 2006 issue. There are seven articles this week. We begin with a comment by George Packer on what type of advice George W. Bush should be receiving about exiting Iraq. Then, in the talk of the town, actor Mandy Patinkin nearly succumbs to a case of life imitating art. On the financial page, James Surowiecki explores a new way of hedging your bets when valuing your home. In the fourth article, the purchase of a skeleton gives David Sedaris reasons to ponder gift-giving. In Shouts and Murmurs, Bruce McCall discovers some classified correspondence re-courtship from one head of the Department of Defense. Then, new fiction from Jhumpa Lahiri, the acclaimed author of The Namesake. Finally, in the current cinema— Anthony Lane reviews the new film, The Proposition, and the U.S. debut of the 1969 French movie, Jean-Pierre Melville's Army of Shadows. We begin, though, with this week's comment, Not Wise, by George Packer.
1: On March 26, 1968, Lyndon Johnson met in the cabinet room at the White House with a group of elder statesmen and retired generals, known collectively as the Wise Men he wanted their advice on what to do in Vietnam. They were the architects of American foreign policy in the Cold War, and they included Democrats and Republicans. Johnson had sought their counsel before, and they had always told him that he should stand firm. But Clark Clifford, who had recently replaced Robert McNamara as Secretary of Defense, found that this time, two months after the Tet Offensive, with public confidence beginning to break, Most of the wise men, including Dean Acheson and McGeorge Bundy, both anti-communist hawks, had changed their minds. They told Johnson that the war could not be won in the time that American opinion would permit him, and that the United States should begin to disengage from Vietnam. Five days later, Johnson announced a restriction on bombing in North Vietnam and his own withdrawal from the presidential race if there are any wise men available in the spring of 2006, what should they tell President Bush to do in Iraq? And, if they told him, would he listen? The government is in a strange and prolonged state of paralysis. Many officials in the administration now admit, privately, and after years of willful blindness, that the war in which almost 2,400 Americans have died— and whose cumulative cost will reach $320 billion this year, is going badly.